0: everybody, and welcome to the Hawking College Computer Science News Podcast. This is a podcast focusing on the computer science program that we have here at Hawking College, which includes web and app development, Um, we also have a cybersecurity degree, and we're also going to be um, starting a data analytics degree soon as well, so stay tuned, and I hope you enjoy what you hear next. Hey, everybody, so today is Valentine's Day. I don't really do anything for Valentine's Day. I think it's just like another day, but today is February 14th, also known as Valentine's Day. So this is Hawking College's computer science news, a recap for the week. And so this week has been busy. Um, It was OETC Conference, um, Ohio Educational Technical Conference. I was able to participate as a judge for the drones in school, which was a lot of fun. And I also kind of did, like, a playground event where I talked about things like rubber duck debugging, Metaverse, uh, AWS Educate. It was a lot of fun. So that kind of took up, like, the bigger part of my week. So we only, my students and I only met for class one day this week, talking about our project that we're working for a client in um, Athens County. And it was, I recently kind of um, hijacked another classroom because the classroom that we normally use it has a really good um uh, projection because it's like it's basically a television it's like a flat screen television as opposed to the traditional projector kind of thing on a whiteboard so i usually use that classroom but it has no whiteboard and as we're making progress in our project um a whiteboard is going to come in handy so what I've been doing is I've been like you know looking at the schedule of all the other classrooms during our normal meeting times, and I'm like there's nobody in this classroom who's got a whiteboard. We'll use that one, and it works okay. Um, but it is really nice having a whiteboard in the classroom. So I was like telling them I was like I may have to kind of change my request for room to one with a whiteboard because it's just better for some of our stuff. And um, so we use the whiteboard, and since it's a it's a it's a um, team of three and that includes myself uh, working on this project you know we kind of delegate tasks and then everybody's got their own particular assignment and then we kind of meet up during our class time and share what we've learned about our particular assignments it helps teach everybody else on the team who doesn't have you know had a different assignment about a particular topic or tech or Whatever it is, it kind of helps them have a better understanding of it as we're building up on the project. And then it also helps the student who was assigned for that particular subject matter. Because whenever the act of them explaining it to somebody, it helps reinforce their knowledge. And um, it kind of, you know, it's very similar to the whole concept of rubber duck debugging. You know, the whole act of talking it out loud. And having that collaboration, whether it's with your peers or you know with anybody else or a rubber duck, the act of talking it out loud, thinking out loud, it it, it really helps make progress whenever you're working on a project, um, especially a coding one where there's some problem solving, and when when you get stuck on something. So you know we did we only met one day, one day in class this week because of the other things I had going on. And, um, and that's kind of how the class went. And it was really the first time that we kind of adopted this method um, for our class time. And I'm we're going to continue to adopt it because I thought it was really fascinating and interesting and engaging. And I felt like, you know, the students got something out of it, which is like, you know, the most important part of this. So um, that's kind of how we did it this week. Um, let's see. Oh, I'll... Okay, we're making some progress on our grant, um, getting that um, uh, getting that done so that our scholarships will be available for um, autumn this coming fall 2020, yeah, 2020, and so th- what that means is like we are uh, recipient of the Choose High First grant, so what that means is that, you know, over the next five years, I think it comes up to about $12,000 a year, give or take on the math that, you know, we'll be having scholarships available for anybody who, you know, is enrolled in the Web and App development or the cybersecurity programs, which is awesome. And what I thought was kind of interesting is whenever I attended um, this conference this past week, there was a session just devoted to the Choose Ohio First, which, again, is the name of the grant. And one of the recipients, um, she was talking about how what the scholarship meant for her, one of the past recipients was talking about what the scholarship meant for her and what she was able to do with it and it just reminded me um you know what scholarships can actually mean I mean it's been years since you know I've been their age and it's been years since I've had to utilize a scholarship but I remember it it just listening to this girl talk it took me back to whenever I received you know my scholarships in high school and I was like so super excited about it because I didn't quite have a good understanding of what it meant, um, I, I just, you know, I was, you know, a senior in high school, it was young and dumb, I didn't really plan on going to college, and and then somebody told me I'm getting, like, all this free money, and I'm like, seriously? <laughs> and it was awesome, um, but, and, but just hearing this girl yesterday, or Wednesday, um, it just reminded me what a scholarship needs for students that excitement and that elation of knowing that you qualified for something like this i mean i think when, when you get to a point like when you're working in the education field or you know in a position like mine you know it you know it um on an intellectual basis but you kind of don't always feel it on the emotional basis if that makes sense because it is an emotional thing that isn't it it is an emotional thing getting these scholarships and it can really make, make or break somebody who you know is trying to better themselves and it was just really inspiring listening to this girl talk about what the scholarship meant for her because it, like i said it just reminded me whenever i got my scholarships and then it just reinforced, like, on the emotional side of things, what these scholarships are actually going to mean for our students. It just makes me happy. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, uh, AWS Academy, we're still doing that. Um, and what I was finding interesting, and I, I speak this out loud, and I love it whenever it, you know, it just it's proven true to me and to my students, that, The more times you do something, the better you get at it. So what we were actually working on today at AWS Academy is elastic block storage. And whenever I'm going over the labs with my students, I am upfront honest on the fact that, you know, if I haven't had to mess with a particular AWS service, you know, for a while, or just maybe since I've um, studied for my own certification, and I'm going to be rusty at it. <laughs> I don't know it at that well unless I practice it, like, several times over. And sometimes my schedule, I just don't have the opportunity to practice it several times over. And um, so on this one that we did today, I've done it a few times over, so uh, I was a little more familiar with it. And what I loved about it is, like, whenever I first started going over the slab, that I was like, this is all Greek to me. I don't understand it because it's just not something that I've dived into in the past. But the more I've done it and the more I expose myself to it and the more I honestly just flub up and trying to figure out what I did wrong, the better I have a deeper understanding of it. And whenever I was going over it with my student today, um, you know, I was doing it because I wasn't able to replicate it because just my lab wasn't working, but I was able to walk her through it, um, through halfway through memory. And I explained to her, I was like, the only reason I'm able to do this, like, you know, from recollection of what your screen looks like is because I've done it like five times over. And I just actually just got done doing it as a practice run before coming to class. So the only way to develop a good understanding of this is, to do it several times over and to, um, you know, read the PowerPoints. We only have one hour in class a week for this whole AWS Academy um, program. And I was like, I'd much rather do a lab with you guys than read PowerPoints to you. And I think they pretty much agree with that. You know, they can read PowerPoints on their own. The point of teaching is for them to come in and for us to collaborate is for us, you know, us learn from each other. And for me to help them when they get stuck, explain things to them in a way that, you know, they may not make sense. Because as much as I love the AWS and all the opportunities and the technology, sometimes their user interface, you know, and instructions leave some room to be desired. And whenever you're learning something new, especially tech-wise, you know, some people, including myself, will naturally assume if something doesn't work right, it's they're, they're the issue. Like, they're not smart enough. They're not good enough. And the technology is perfect as is. Um, it's The problem is them and not the tech. When actuality, when actuality the problem, that may not always be the problem. You know, the problem may be the tech. It may be the UI. It may be the UX. Not having a good design because the engineers who created, they're on a different level than the people who are trying to learn the tech. And that's nothing against the engineers, that's nothing against the students, it's nobody, it's nothing against anybody on either side of that spectrum. But it's just, when you have different experience levels and different engagement levels, it's hard to understand the other side of that spectrum. I'm guilty of it as a teacher, whenever I have a different kind of level of experience or engagement or... Um, Understanding of something and if a student asks me something a question about a particular subject and It it, it may take me a few times over to understand the question and answer it at the level that that works for them that they need and That's you know one of the advantages of group learning and peer learning and collaboration is because there's different people with different experience levels and Which means that you're going to have the opportunity to either be taught by somebody with a higher experience level or teach somebody that, you know, is not as advanced in you, which only um, reinforces what you've learned and what you know, and it better um, improves your understanding of something by working on, you know, explaining it to somebody else. So, you know, I think that kind of really encompasses, like, um, the whole idea of learning that i like to try in teaching that i like to try to embrace in regards to you know learning from each other making sure that it's fun and that it's informative and you know it's it's clear and that it's understanding and it's full of pop-ups and then it's full of successes and that's just kind of how it is um i think most most of my students like that maybe not all but um you know, everybody has their own personalities, you know, what they like and what they don't like. And we, I just try to give everybody the best experience as possible and kind of go from there. So, anyways, that's this week in the Hawking College Computer Science News Program. Um, we are enrolling for uh, the second half of this um, semester of spring. Classes start in March. Um, it's not too late to get enrolled, get started. And then we're also doing registration already for fall. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out 740-300-1684. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you learned something in these past few minutes or are maybe a little bit more informed or more curious about something. Um, if you have any questions, please feel free to contact me 740 300 one six eight four, and um, like and share this podcast. You know, tell your tell everybody about it. And um, I'm looking to grow with this, so give me some feedback too. Thank you.